Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 62nd episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is sponsored by Meeples and Milkshakes. You can find them in-store at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Yep, so episode 62. This is going to be a different type of episode than we've Mm -hmm. ever had. So this will be our first... um, very different episode <laughs> where we finally tuned up our Meeple Dungeon time machine and we got it working and we are going to be heading back in time to do a review of a game from the past yesteryear. Yeah. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be happening. We'll be firing that up in the last segment of this episode, but we have a couple other segments we need to do first. And yeah, we'll kick it off as usual with our new to the collection. What do you have over there, Anna-Marie? So, new to the collection. Mm-hmm. This game I pre-ordered quite some time ago. Like, yep. it's been on the docket for a long time waiting to come. Mm-hmm. That's probably not the right use of docket. Either way, it's uh, <laughs> it's been it's been in the queue. There we go, in the queue, waiting to get here. And um, that would be Dodo's Riding Dinos. And that is designed by Ruben Hernandez, art by Ivan Escalante, and published by Detestable Games and Draco Studios. Yeah, it's so funny. I don't, I don't know anything about this. When you said you ordered this, I was like, okay. Uh, I, sure, I, it sounds awesome. Yeah, I got this. Do, uh, Dodo's Riding Dinos. Yes. Yeah, okay. Two extinct creatures. Yep. Like, or creep, well, you know what I mean. Um, but we have, uh, I I was thinking more of our youngest about our youngest when I got this one. I thought this would be a fun one. It's a dexterity game. Um, and so race in different tracks using projectiles versus your foes to test your dexterity skills. Oh boy. (laughs) And so, uh, it's kind of funny. It's just, you've got these little, uh, minis with, uh, crazy looking dinosaurs with, uh, each of them has a dodo bird on top. And you're just trying to get to this big, like, dodo nest, and whoever gets there first doesn't go extinct. And it's dexterity. It's dexterity, because you're dropping different things on the oh board, I goodness. think. And, yeah, I, I don't know. It looks it looks fun. Well, and it's been a while since we actually got a dexterity yeah. game, so. It's a 7.8 right now, which is pretty cool, and it's... um. It's uh, it's kind of funny. The box and the uh, BGG page are, are quite different. The box says it's one to six players. Uh, the the page says one to eight, but hmm. uh, community says best at four or six. So that okay. kind of works well, with the box. Work. Yeah. But one big difference is when I got this, I got this, um, or when I ordered it, I was thinking primarily of our youngest one, I think. I thought yep. that he would love it. And when I got the box, I was like, it says 14 plus. I was like, 14 what? plus? It doesn't seem Can't like there anybody is... anybody pretty much play a yeah, dexterity game? Yeah, I'm like, this doesn't seem... Well, yes and no, but Overall, this one... I mean, you could try. Yeah, this one didn't seem that complicated, and the board certainly doesn't look that complicated, but then on the BGG page, it says 8 plus, and the community says 10 plus. So yeah, okay, 14 whatever. plus, a little bit a uh, little bit tall on the box. That might have been a, a typo, but uh, it does say about 20 minutes. Yeah, 14 plus? Yeah, I know. Really? I was like... This and I also love the cover of this game. 
It is funny. It's hilarious. So the artwork's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I wouldn't look at this game and think fourteen plus. Not <laughs> so a I, chance. I, I would look at it and think twenty minutes. <laughs> so yeah, just judging by the artwork, like I could yeah. see grandparents buying this for like even for like their yeah like eight year old. You know, yeah. they know their eight-year-old likes board games. Like, I could see that happening. Yeah, for no sure. No way it's 14 plus. Yeah, I think th- I think that might have been a typo. But yeah. we shall see, I guess. We'll have to report yeah, I back. Didn't, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we only have a couple dexterity games. We, we have... Men at Work. Men at Work, which is the Hilarious. Best. Love um, that game. So that's like the king right now. That one's the one that's yet to be unseated for me. Crash <laughs> Octopus came close, Crash but we Octopus don't own was Crash good. Octopus. You played one recently, didn't you, that you thought was... Uh, really good. Well, dexterity. Hmm, I'm not sure. We maybe have, not. Oh, we have I thought f- you were saying it was like I thought it unseated a minute work for you. Jeez, uh, really? Yeah, I don't know. We'll hmm. think about it. We'll we'll come. We'll circle back. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of that right now. We also no. that other one. Um, what's it called? Catch the moon. Yeah, that's a fun one. That is the, a fun uh, one. The ladders, the ladders and stuff. That yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, minute work is still my favorite. Crash close. Octopus is close. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, this one looks funny. We'll see how it goes, I guess. I need to play Crash Octopus. It is fun. I need to play it a lot more to get more of, I'd say strategy, but you can't you can't help where those things go. But just nope. to kind of play it more, I yeah, I played that at that the con and that was fun. Yeah, we played it at Shucks, right? Shucks, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really good. Yeah, very colorful and vibrant. Gotta get a copy of that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've got one over here myself. Yeah. Um, and this one is also, I think it was a Kickstarter originally. I, I think so. Um, and uh, it came up for pre-order at Meeple's. Mm-hmm. We pre-ordered it um, a couple months back, I think. I'm not, I, I don't, don't know. It was a, bit, it was a while ago. But I not, remember just seeing the yeah, the artwork. It wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't too long ago. A couple months sounds about and right. It arrived fairly quickly. Uh, the artwork was what drew me in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it just looks beautiful so this is uh, a game by maxime tardif and artwork by connor mcgooey and this is earth from inside up games and yeah the artwork on the cover is absolutely oh, stunning very gorgeous. looks like something from like uh the bbc you know yeah like literally like the planet earth uh, series series yeah. that's kind of what it looks like but this is a game i didn't know a lot about um i know it had uh, a lot of people talking about it mm-hmm. on twitter um and yeah, I loved the artwork and I did a quick read on it and it sounded interesting, but I'll give you a little uh, blurb about what's going on here. It says, um, Earth, the soil that supports and sustains our beautiful planet Earth. Over thousands, <laughs> that's kind of a weird thing to say. <laughs> Over thousands of years of evolution and adaptation of the flora and fauna of this unique planet have grown and developed into amazing life forms, creating symbi- uh, symbiotic ecosystems and habitats. It's time to jump into these rich environments and create some amazing natural synergies that replicate and extra- extrapolate on <laughs> Earth's amazing versatility and plethora of natural resources. Create a self-supporting engine of growth, expansion, and supply where even your unused plants become compost for future growth. Pretty it's cool. Totally, <laughs> totally off topic, but they used plethora in there. And whenever I hear plethora, I cannot help but think of the three amigos with um, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Chevy Chase. I don't know Chase. if I ever saw that movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, plethora. <laughs> so oh funny. Boy. Just anyway, so, total sidebar. Just made yeah. me think of them. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen that. I know. I remember you talking about it. Though. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but it also says here, Earth is an open world engine builder for one to five players with simple rules, but tons of strategic possibilities with its 
encyclopedic nature and the enormous number of unique cards and combinations, every single game will allow you to discover new synergies and connections just as vast and fascinating as our world allows. I like it. Yeah. It looks cool. I mean, it just... Yeah. All the artwork looks uh, mostly photo photo real, I think, yeah. from what I can tell from the back here. Um, so, yeah, these might actually be photos done by um, the artist here. What was what did I say? I don't remember. Presented by Connor McGooey. Yeah, so, so then I would say, yeah. Yeah, it must be photos that um, uh, he took, yeah. I guess. They I'm not sure. Looks um, gorgeous. Anyways. Yeah, it looks, it looks stunning. And, yeah, I don't know exactly how it works, but I love engine building. And um, this has been a pretty cool theme. It's been quite popular lately is a lot of the Animal Kingdom yeah, um, stuff. So, sure. um, yeah, I think this one looks really good. It's very thematic. I've got, uh, you know, I've really been wanting to start a compost this year. So we'll see how yeah. those synergies work. See if I can get it working so i can have some nice rich soil next year yeah for sure and this does this does go um uh kind of notice how he glossed over that because he thinks that i'm not actually going to do the garden (laughs) spoiler alert she's not i am (laughs) you are not we'll have one garden box and see if he's like yeah yeah compost sure sure Uh but i do um parks work as my um profession like city uh parks uh department stuff and yeah so this composting and stuff because it really is yeah uh, um you know right on point really so yeah i'm looking forward to this one and um yeah i think that we'll just i think we have a few others we want to talk about i think we'll We'll leave those those. uh, yeah uh, for another episode so we are going to head on over to our next segment where we are going to talk about a kickstarter we're excited about in our crowdfunding segment let's head on over there now Alrighty then here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode and we have a pretty cool game we want to yeah. talk about here what uh, game would that be Anna Marie? That game would be Seismic designed by Jason Blake art by Jason Blake and Jimek Dimitruk and published by Star Reach Games. Which is also Jason Blake. Yes. yes. It is all Jason <laughs> Blake. This, this is a game is 100% yeah. Jason Blake. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool game this one. So this yes. one we had the pleasure of uh, seeing the prototype for back at Shucks 22 in yes. the um, prototype kind of alley thing they had going on there. And we got to meet uh, Jason, Jason Blake and <laughs> talk with him. And he, we looked at the game and talked about it. And um, yeah, we were blown away uh, by looking at oh it. Oh my and gosh. Just blown away by. Um, we didn't get to play it because it, no. there were always people playing. It yeah. was it, it was always full. And but we got to pick his brain for yeah. five ten minutes there, and um, yeah, it was it's uh, yeah it's like a it's a stunning game. Oh my gosh, to see on a table, massive. Yeah, I remember him um, describing it, saying that his hope for this game, like what he had in mind when he was making it, was that it was he wanted this to be. Like, if you were only going to ever have one board game, mm-hmm. that this would be it. <laughs> kind of like, in, in the sense of the scale and the scope of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's huge. It's enormous. Like, it's a huge game. 
And if you're like, I want to go all in on a big game, like this is the one that he's like, I want it to be that good. Like yeah. just to have, you know, spend big money get and, a big and, and game. get your big return out of yeah. it. Like that was what he said. I just mm-hmm. want it to be all game, all there. And, and yeah. it, there, it, yeah, it's, it offers a lot. Yeah. Um, so let's talk here for a second. Let's uh, tell you a little bit about this one. So Seismic is a dynamic sci-fi strategy board game for two to six players set on the dying surface of Kepler 62E featuring an infinite dual layer, dual layered board and over 200 miniatures yeah. in the deluxe edition. 200 There miniatures. were a lot of miniatures. Like mm-hmm. looking at that board, it was full. Yeah. There was always something going on. It was chaos. All over the board. Like it yeah. wasn't just one section getting action. It was like there were like minis everywhere. 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 It says, in the game, you will take command of one of the planet's diverse factions to lead your forces to a no-holds-barred battle to survive the end of the world as we know it. Um, Throughout the game, you will gather resources, capture enemy units, gather blueprints, work to construct your colony ship. Along the way, seismic events will cause sections of the board to crumble away, building in frequency to a world-ending crescendo in flames. (laughs) Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so you're, you're these different factions and you're trying to build up your ship to get the heck out of there. Yeah. And this ship was a gigantic mini. It was like, like six or eight inches tall. And it was a big cylinder mm-hmm. and it had different levels on it. And it's like each time you got a little spot, uh, a little piece of your ship, you plugged it into the cylinder. Mm-hmm. It like slotted in. And yeah, so it has, um, one, two, three, four, five, six different like layers to this thing. So when you picture like... Um, at NASA when they're like have the shuttle out on the yeah. the strip and it's it's kind of standing on end and they've got like scaffolding going up and the yeah. elevators and things going to all the different uh, heights. Good description. Of, of the ship. That's kind of what this looks it's like. It's like the scaffolding. Yeah. And yeah. then so you're building this ship from the bottom up and it looks, yeah, I think it's six sections yeah. that you have to plug in um, to this thing for you to be able to, to take off, I guess, and escape this destructed uh, planet. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's getting really just cool. like submersed into lava. Yeah, and right. It's, it's, and it looks it's, wild. And it's neat how he describes or how they describe it. There is that the uh, as soon as that la- that ship takes off, so whoever wins the game, they mm-hmm. build up their ship and they take off. That's gonna like the the impact of that takeoff is gonna create like the final seismic event, right? Like that's yep. that just cracks the the planet and causes the final destruction of it. It's very clear that there is one winner in this game. You're going to be fighting. You're going (laughs) to be doing what you can to get everything on your ship. And uh, yeah, there's no sharing victories in this. No ties. One winner. Winner takes all. Starting the new planet. Right. But it, uh, yeah. It says, um, it's got a, a, a why back now section on here. And it's got some uh, a Kickstarter exclusive thing it's, it's listing here. And it says, um, our deluxe edition is Kickstarter exclusive. So we're talking only the deluxe edition on here. Uh, pledge for the ultimate seismic experience and take your fight to the next level with a larger board, custom <laughs> markers, sculpted 3D terrain, and over 200 miniatures. With your support and feedback, we can prioritize 
the stretch goals that will make the most impact for the community. Get early access to expanded game modes, including solo and co-op. So interesting. Interesting to play a co-op game when there can only be one winner. I wonder what that would look like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work, <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was a huge game. Yeah. Like the table. Huge. Um, it was probably sitting on like a, probably like a three by three table. Yeah. And it was just full jam packed with stuff. And yeah. It was just crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so let's take a look at the campaign here. So what are the... Um, While the... you're looking that up, I'm going to throw something in there just so you guys, if you're looking for it, it's called Seismic, but it's not spelt like a Seismic right. Wave. It's a C-Y-S-M-I-C. So it's spelled right. a little differently, just just to take note. <laughs> it says here, um, just looking at, uh, it's got this Seismic Matters uh, yeah. <laughs> spot here where it's talking about the minis that are included here. And it says a standard uh, RPG mini is 32 mil. Mm -hmm. um, And the bulk of the uh, minis in here are going between about 35 mil and 50 mil. Yeah. Um, And then also it says every miniature provides a fantastic toy factor. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's the rocket ship. Like some some of the other characters are seventy mil, eighty mil, yeah, and then the actual rocket is over six inches tall. Oh yeah, it's big. It's enormous. Yeah, just crazy. Um, but yeah, let's look at what uh, the different. Um, uh, if I could find it on the Kickstarter page, <laughs> the actual um, pledges, pledges, and what they are. Yeah, no, this looks it. That game looked like a lot of fun. There was a lot going on, and it, it's probably one of those where it looks chaotic, and it probably is, but when you understand the rules, it's probably, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. like, I'm finding a lot of most games, they're simple at their core, but you have to get to that point first. Right. That might have sounded really dumb, like, obviously, Anna-Marie, if you know how to play the game, it'll be simple, <laughs> but... It's just, yeah, it's I mean, not, I'm sure it's not that. I difficult. think I remember him, um, him saying that too, that it was, um, that it was not as, co- as confusing as it looked like it was here, straightforward. I'm going to look it up here on. Yeah. You look it up because otherwise we'll be here for an hour scrolling through Kickstarter. Yeah. It's awful. But, um, yeah. Interesting solo mode and co-op. I mean, solo I can get, I can, I can imagine that solo would be pretty good in this game because they're trying to make the best get their ship and get it done quickly but um yeah i imagine if they're doing the solo mode then the co-op must just be like just a yeah just a solo mode but you're kind of both sharing um you know yeah i don't, I don't it know works. uh let's see here okay campaign here we go pledge levels we have the 99 US dollar pledge level. This gives you the Seismic Core experience. Includes one copy of Seismic Retail Edition and all applicable unlocked stretch goals. Shipping to be handled in the pledge manager. Manager uh, Estimated delivery of July of 24. Then there's also the Seismic Designer Vision Deluxe Edition, which is 249 Oof. US <sighs> yeah. Um, this one includes uh, Seismic, a deluxe edition, and all applicable unlocked stretch goals. This is the ultimate version of the game, including over 200 miniatures. Um, same thing. It says July 2024. Um, and that's it. There's just the two to choose from. Yep. So it's, uh, do you want just the 
the basic experience. I would say not just the basic experience. Like, I think that's going to be a pretty oh, decent it's be awesome. experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the other one is just um, yeah. know, crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy amount of stuff. So uh, we will be backing this because um, we liked uh, Jason. Yeah. It was Jason, right? Yeah, Jason, Jason Blake. Blake. Yeah. Um, For sure. He was a nice guy. You tell he was like uh, had his heart and soul into this for game. For sure, yeah. He poured everything he had into this game. So we will be backing it. I'm not sure which version we're going to go to because 240 US. That's a or 250 US. We'll say a, you are. I, I believe you are getting a lot for it too. You are, but so, that's a, that's but, expensive. But then, like you said, you can get they're either either side, right? You can get retail or the or not retail. The, yeah. So retail components. There's um, I mean, it looks good. It's still going to have the same stuff yeah it's got right like tons and tons and tons of stuff except for it looks like um the minis are in um like card some of them are cardboard i believe yeah it's all cardboard uh looks like the ship is cardboard and the um the minis are are um standees Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is basically, that's the difference here that I'm discovering. There's a, basically a cardboard standee version of this game or the full-blown minis crazy nuts game. Okay. So is that... Are, it shows here, oh, these are like the characters, harvester characters, they're standees. And then the actual ship is is pieced together oh, cardboard. Oh, that's neat though too. It still looks oh, cool. it still looks great. Yeah. But, oh, man, I want the other one, though. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. And I think that's, like, if you don't have a big game or if you want, like, the big game, this is a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks wild. Yeah. So if you're, like, if you like those mini games, too, I think this would be a good one to support. (laughs) Like... Oh, for sure. You know, if you're going to spend your money on one, I think this looks pretty cool. Take a look. Look at some of the... Um, yeah. playthroughs and stuff, and uh, now um, I'm kind of leaning the other way. Man, that's that's expensive game, but it is. But, yeah. Um, but uh, but just seeing it on the cool. table looked just it looked crazy. so nice. Yeah, it looked very nice on the table. <sighs> yeah, well, they we'll do. See. They do say on here too that they're excited to work with retailers worldwide. So as another option for you, well, I guess we could check with Jim yeah. and see if he's going to bring any of these reach, copies in. Reach out to your uh, local game board store, mm-hmm. right? See if they might not know about it. Reach out to them, see if yep. they'd be looking at getting some copies in. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. So there you go. So that's seismic. Yes. Really crazy game. C-Y-S-M-I-C. Yeah. yeah. Currently on Kickstarter and it's still there for another 24 days, I believe, as of today. And it's almost met its... Um, yeah. It's almost its, met its funding uh, target. Its funding. But yeah, that's it for our crowdfunding segment. We have a review to do. Um, so I'm going to go make some final adjustments to the time machine. Yeah, do it. Um, and we're going to fire it up just after this. Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay and play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7pm. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. 
Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty, here we are. Um, I have I have done all the preparations on the time machine, and we've done all the calculations, and we believe this is going to work properly. Yep. So let's uh, push the button here and uh, open up the door. All right, well, we're in here now, and I've made this thing as stupid-proof as possible. <laughs> so Good. all we have to do is turn that dial there and set that to the year we want, and we are going back to the year 2010. And then all you have to do is hit that big red button. All right, here we go. Well, it I think it worked. So let's just let's turn on the TV and and see um, who's playing in the NHL playoffs right now to kind of confirm that we're back in 2010. Yeah. Um. Well, I see the Red Wings are in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely not this year. So it's definitely not. It's yeah, not we're definitely 2023. In a different time. Uh, and they're playing the Phoenix Coyotes. Sorry, was that so, Phoenix Coyotes? Yeah. So they're not even called Arizona <laughs> or called the Phoenix Coyotes anymore. So we're definitely back in 2010. Uh, yeah, and it looks like the Maple Leafs aren't in the playoffs. Yep, that either, sounds so. right. That sounds right. Yeah, so there we go. We uh, okay, we it worked. Well done. We're in twenty ten right now. Yeah, I'm impressed. it worked. <laughs> we'll see if we can get back. <laughs> um, but yeah, we came all the way back here to do a Meeple Dungeon time machine review. review. And what did we do all this work to go and review, Anna Marie? We did all this work to go and review Space Hulk. Death Angel, the card game, mm-hmm. designed by Corey Konitska, art by Matt Bradbury, Kevin Chin, Victor Perez-Corbella, Jean Gravato, and six more, uh, published by Fantasy Flight Games. Yep. So we are going to uh, review this game just as normal and then decide at the end if it was worth all our trouble to travel back in time to review this game. I mean, if anything allows me to travel in time, I, I would say, yes, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that out there right <laughs> now. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Space Hulk, Death Angel, the card game. Yep. This one is based on the uh, Warhammer 40k um, overall uh, universe yes. of of uh, like space marines and so forth, and but this one uh, uh, it does use all those characters, but this really simulates the idea of the Aliens franchise, like the, particularly the second movie where this, they're just being barraged by countless yeah. uh, alien uh, creatures that are pinning them down and, and coming out of the floor and out of the roof and. You know, just I think that's how Norm explained it, right? And we're like, "What? Yep, like, they're real, like alien. This is really aliens. aliens the, the game, game. right? It's like, oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, because we play as uh, some squads of of space marines, and we're just under constant attack from yes uh, these aliens. And in this, they're called the um, uh, 
stuff. I can't quite remember. I'll find it. You're blanking. But, yeah. I'm <laughs> Either blanking. way. Um, uh, the Gene Stealers. Gene Stealers. Gene that's Steelers, right. Gene Stealers, yes. That's right. I uh, read but, it 75,000 times while playing the game. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> Gene Steelers, Gene Steelers. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the theme is that you're you're kind of on a spaceship and you're or not you, you can't really tell if you're on a spaceship sometimes or on like a um, I mean you're in space. It's space. You're elk, in space, right? Yeah. But and you're moving from room to room to try try and and taking on what seems like infinite amount of of these aliens that are coming after you and you've got yeah. to make it to the end just don't of a stop. certain amount of rooms and survive they can't stop won't stop <laughs> to win this <laughs> this game and this is a hard game but so that's the theme okay now let's talk about how this game works it is a card game this is yeah. purely a card game there's a few little tokens around for us to use but this is almost entirely uh based cards. on cards yep. So you have several decks of cards here. You um, The first thing you're going to do is select some Space Marines. And we play this two-player, and we each get two sets of two uh, Marines. Yes. And they're all unique, and they have their names, and they have like a story that goes with them, and some flavor text about who they are and what they do and what they're good at, and so forth. I think um, there's six different colors, like six different yeah, types there's of... Yeah, six different Like sets pairs of, of Marines, yeah. Yeah, pairs. Um, and on the table here, I have, I'm controlling the yellow pair, which is, uh, brother Goriel and brother Claudio. Also the black pair, which is, uh, Calisterius and brother Scipio. And you are using the green team, which is Sergeant Gideon and brother Noctis, as well as the blue pair, which is brother uh delino and sergeant lorenzo it's dino or dino, dino? yeah okay. and um so yeah we'd select your 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 space marines and then we kind of set up the table uh you need to lay down the uh kind of your starting card and they they the starting card kind of dictates to you how to set up the first round of the game and that's that's chosen just by player count. Um, so you take the one that uh, is going to work for your player count. For us, for two, it's this one here, and it kind of dictates everything. You you line up your uh, space marines underneath that one in a straight line. Yeah. Um, below it, uh, you kind of mix up all your space marines, and then you lay them out one by one from top to bottom. It's and- interesting. It's an interesting layout for a card game because it's just a straight line. Yeah, it's going a straight line. like top to bottom, and mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, that's interesting. It's yeah, an interesting way to start to start a game. So I take all eight of our characters, shuffle them up, and we're going to lay them out in a straight line underneath that that starting room. And all the the first four characters that come out are all going to be pointing to the left, and the last four characters that come out are all going to be pointing to the right. Yeah, you can the card your character card. It's the same on either side. The only difference is which way the arrow is. Yeah, it shows them either looking to the left or looking to the right, depending yeah. on what side you flipped up. So you lay those out and you have them looking the proper ways. And then you are going to uh, set out uh, the blip cards. And these blip cards are kind of like, if you know from the Aliens movies, they have like a little radar thing and it shows a little red dot approaching them on like a little green screen. That's what these cards represent. Um, kind of showing you, you're detecting aliens and you set out a certain amount of them on one side of the 
of the deck and one and some others on the other side of the deck. In this particular starting card says we need seven blip cards for the left and five for the right. So we know that that's that many aliens can be coming down the pipe. Per and se. yeah. And then when we before we set the aliens out or the, the little I think the blip deck, we have to put out rooms. So we have like not rooms uh, or things within the room. Yeah, so like a corridor or yeah. a ventilation duct or, or things like that. Yeah, there's a dark corner we have out here. There's a control panel. Yeah, and that's um, that's where the aliens are going to, or the gene yeah, stealers. Kind of their, their spawn point. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's exactly right. You lay out these four um, kind of items that you might find in this room, which is also dictated by that starting card. Yes. Um, and it tells you where to put them. Uh, one down from the top, two two up from the bottom, so forth on the left or on the right. Yeah. And those are going to be uh, the 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 spawning points, potential spawning points for aliens, gene uh, stealers, gene stealers, for this. Uh, we use them this synonymously. The game. <laughs> and then yeah, you you end up spawning a few aliens. Um, gene stealers. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna do it the whole time. <laughs> gene stealers is. A, a lot of a word to say when you're just talking know. about aliens. That's why I'll just tuck it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, you, you're going to seed out a few. It's a, There's another deck of cards you're going to use to seed that out, which is kind of this event deck. Um, and you're just going to flip that over, and it's going to tell you where to put some of these yeah, you're gene gonna stealers. You're going to have yellow arrows or white arrows. Yellow arrows equals three gene stealers or... And then white arrows equal one. Yeah. And it'll tell you uh, which spot to place them on because those those things that we added to the room, the corridor, the ventilation duct and so forth, have uh, a red or a color coding on them. Almost and, looks like an energy bar. Yeah. And where the card that you flip over will tell you to put, um, say, like a large spawn on the red one, which will be three of them. Yeah. Or a small spawn, which would be one on, say, the green card. Yeah. And that kind of gives you these, your starting opponents for yeah. the round. And then you kind of kind of start the opponents game. Opponents seems like such a light word for what they are. Yeah. <laughs> like they are your opponent, but. <laughs> and the cards are laid out like, uh, yeah, like some of them on the left side and some of them on the right side of the, of, of your straight line of Marines. Yeah. And then you have, you have a set of three cards per uh, pair of Marines that are your actions that you're going to be yeah. able to use in in your game they all have the same general actions Action. but they all work slightly differently from each other depending on who what characters are what yeah, they might have unique abilities on them yes so the, the three main things you can do there's one card that says move and activate there's one that's attack and there's one that's support and you have those three options for each set of marines for yeah. every set of marines but they do act a little bit differently depending yeah um and you're going to choose one of these as your action for this particular set of Marines set of Marines for this round of yeah. the, of the game. And you're going to choose these like very carefully yeah. because you have to look at where your Marines are, who they're near. Are there any gene stealers beside them nearby them? Yeah. Um, are they pointed the right way? Is there yeah. something we can, um, used to our benefit that has been added to the room like so, the control panel so if your point just like a, a to clarify if you have one of your space marines pointed to the right they can't fight in a gene stealer that's on the left on their left side nope. they can only fight the gene stealers that are um that they're facing yeah but the so. good news is you are able to turn them yeah. 
but you have to use the a specific action and that action doesn't usually doesn't yeah. allow you to also attack so yeah. you, like it's very very tricky thing that you have to manage here um so you're going to choose one of those things um and you're going to you're supposed to choose this secretly secretly and because that, yeah. what it's trying to do is uh simulate the idea that it's just chaos in this room. Can't imagine all why with swarms of gene and yeah, stealers. And you don't even have time to come up with a battle plan. Yeah. You're just kind of going on <laughs> instinct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just That's what I imagine. Yeah. So you can't be like, okay, well, you go over there and then you take those guys out and we'll go over here and take those guys out because you, that's that's not happening. No. You're just, you're just being barraged by aliens coming through the floor into the roof and yeah. whatever it's going it's going crazy so you're supposed to choose these actions in secret you could even be barraged by them coming through the corridor yep. or the ventilation duct yep and then <laughs> uh you're going to reveal what you chose to mm -hmm. each other and then you're going to uh, activate those in a sequential um order order they're all because, ordered uh, yeah yeah each set of these uh action cards has a number associated with it and they're all different and you activate them from lowest to highest. Yeah. Um, so if I were to have selected uh, the support card for my yellow um, and also my um, attack card for black, the yellow card was two and the black card is 15. And then whatever you might have chosen, um, yeah. we have to activate those in that order. So likely I would have started with my support card for the yellow because yeah. it's the lowest. And then... We and, probably go back and forth. And also you, so you had number, let's say number two was the lowest. So you start with yellow, but you also have to activate your yellow Marines from uh, going from the top to the bottom. So the one that's on the top has to activate first. Is that right? I believe so. No. Pass me the rules while you're going no, on. No, I don't think I'm that's right. I'm just curious. You just, they're right there. I think you can activate your. Maybe your I'm making Marines it up. In any we'll way see. You'd like. We'll see. Um, <laughs> you're probably way, right. I mean, if that's the case, then it makes things even more difficult. Which makes me think that's Which the case. I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but then you, yeah, so you see who goes first and you do that action. For the support action, you're basically um, placing a, a token, a support token for each of your characters. So for my yellow characters, I'd be laying out these uh, one token for each one of my characters, so two. And I can place one of these tokens on any Marine in the lineup. And what these do is these allow dice mitigation for your rolls. Because when you go to do attacking and defending in this game, it's just with dice rolls. And it really can be um, devastating if you get poor rolls. So this support action card is huge uh, that we've discovered. And so you, as w uh, my first thing, I would take uh, one of these tokens and i place it on any two marines i want one for the this yellow marine and one for that yellow marine and i can place it just strategically onto whoever i think really needs um the benefit of probably needing to re-roll die this round yeah and i looked then, it up and you're right i don't think it says anything no, about which so. which marine has to go first yeah so for each marine i put out a Take token it back. and i drop this game is easy <laughs> oh no it is not <laughs> I drop a, a token on two Marines that I think could really benefit from the support. And then we'd go on to another action and it might be yours. And maybe you decided uh, that your Marine is facing um, a gene stealer that is going to be coming for you this round because he's right in line with you. And you are going to do attack. 
And it's pretty simple. You yep. roll the die. And on the die, there is... Where's the die? Is it here somewhere? Right here in the dice Oh, straight. there it is. Um, yeah, on the die, it's uh, just a six-sided die. And it's got zero to five on it rather Interesting, than one interesting. Yeah. And there are skulls on one, two, and three. Yes. So if you roll a one, two, or three, uh, you get a skull. And if you land a skull, that means you get basically a kill shot. Um, so that's good one news. One kill shot. Hmm? Even if you have a skull that's on a three, you still only get one it's just kill. One. Yeah. It's not three three kills. You just have you know, fifty percent chance of landing a kill shot yeah. by rolling the die. And there there might be um special abilities with, like on those oh, specific yes. attack cards that allow loads. you to kill more than one gene stealer at a time. But yes. so requires... uh, we're not gonna go through I know. every I'm just, character. I'm just saying that there are yeah. chances to kill more than mm-hmm. one at a time. Some characters you can just wipe out like I think it's Claudio. Yeah, like an entire He can just wipe row. out three or yeah. more in a row, but then you roll the die after that immediately and if you roll a zero he just dies yes <laughs> so he sacrifices himself but we're not going to go through all those things we're just going to tell yeah. you the basic ideas but yeah all these different marines have some really cool things that they can do yeah besides this basic stuff but yeah you just for a basic attack would be to roll it if you land a skull you're going to kill one of the uh gene oncoming stealers. uh gene stealers beside you yeah. hopefully there's only the one and you just eliminate it and then he's not going to attack you at the end of the round and then there's the last thing you can do is move and activate. Um, and this one, you can do several kind of things with this. It allows you to move up or down the lineup. And so you'd kind of generally it's adjacent. Like, yeah, you can move up or down adjacently. Um, yeah. There are special characters again that will yeah. allow you to move into specific And again, spots, I think it's but, the yellow characters that are yeah. allowed to move freely through the lineup. But the majority you have to be, you can only move one space mm-hmm. up or down. And when you move uh, up or down one space, uh, you can also then choose a direction again so yes. you can uh, fa- choose whether you want to face left or right but that's only the character whose whose ability is the active like move and activate so if if i did move and activate with purple and yep. i was moving um i moved purple with green only the purple one can can yeah, switch their direction yeah. but both your purple guys yes uh, can do it yes yeah and then you can it also has an activate thing which there's several things you can activate um like usually this, extremely helpful yeah so and also this, usually not easy to do <laughs> no oh no so in this room there's a control panel and you yeah. can go there and you can activate it and what it does is it uh you kind of check the home card and it'll have an activate action on there that is uh in connection with a control panel and it'll tell you something cool that it'll do yeah it'll I don't know, set a bomb. Or it usually something. has some kind of a benefit. Maybe. Oh, for sure. It's it's definitely worthwhile if you're able to do it. So those are the three main things. And once we've gone through doing all of our actions, then it's the Gene Steelers' turn. Hey, and you if got there's it. any Gene Steelers <laughs> left, they are going to attack us basically from top to bottom. Yep. And what they do is they roll a die. <laughs> um, well, we could roll it for them. Basically. Yeah. They they don't trying to they do don't animate just, themselves in the cards and roll it, but yeah, you're just you trying know? to avoid their attack. So you have to picture they're kind of running and jumping at you. They're and, swarming and clawing you. at you. Yeah, and you're trying to avoid that. Um, so what they do is, if there's one gene stealer adjacent to, say, your brother uh, Dino here, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna roll the die, and if you can roll a two or higher so yeah. one more than there is cards yeah of gene stealers you will have avoided the attack yes 
if there were three genie students lined up next to you in that spot, you would have to roll four or or five. So you'd only have a two or or, uh, a 30% chance of success. So Um, you don't want these guys to... uh, to gang up on you and you do not and multiply and they do it they yeah load up on spots and they they slaughter because it gets increasingly range. harder to defend yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you go through you're going to see okay that you have one gene stealer next to uh, that marine and you're going to roll the die and oh he survived he he dodged it and then you go down the down the line and trying to see who's going to survive and who's not and it's very common that you just you're going to lose one or two guys in a round for yep. sure or more. Or more, which we've had an entire squad wipe yeah. in one round. Yeah. So <laughs> you're going to go through and you're going to do all that. Once you've gone through and seen who survives the attacks of the Gene Stealers, uh, then you're going to do an event. And there's the event deck and you're going to flip it over and it's going to uh, dictate a few things. Can you grab one of those, please? You betcha. Um, yeah. So you're going to grab this card, this, um, what did we call them? The uh, like event card. Event card. And it's going to do. It's going to tell you kind of what's going to happen for the next phase of this um, game. And this one is called Gun Jam that I just picked up, and it says uh, choose a combat team that did not reveal an attack action last round. Next round, that combat team may also not play an attack action card. So this is something that we didn't mention: is that every turn you go through with your marines, you have to pick a different action. So you can't just do attack, 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 attack. Yeah, no, attack. not at all. Attack and then something different. Then support and then you can go back to attack if you'd yeah. like. But this card is telling you that if you had a marines that didn't attack last round, they're also not attacking this round. Yeah, which is awful if you were planning on yeah. like using them next round. So that's kind of setting up a little ground rule for the next round. And then it also is going to dictate to you the new um, Gene Stealers spawns. Yeah. Um, and it's going to do the same thing that we did at the beginning of the game. Um, telling you that, for instance, on this one, it says there's going to be a large spawn at the yellow uh, area, which is the uh, control panel. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do th- three Gene Stealers lined up right there. So and if you already had going... two Gene Stealers and then three more come, you're in trouble. Oh, you're in big, big trouble. <laughs> Then it says to do uh, spawn a, a single uh, white uh, spawn on the red, so the ventilation duct, and we'll mm-hmm. drop a gene stealer there. And then it has this little thing where it, uh, it kind of maneuvers the gene stealers around. It kind of mixes yes. them up. So it's going to show you a little icon, and each gene stealer card has an icon associated with it, like a claw, a brain, a snake tongue, some claws, yeah, these things, tails, I think, something. And so whatever icon it shows here, it's going to say that card, any gene stealers that are on the board uh, with that symbol are going to move. And they're going to move down if they're on the... It depends on which, yeah, which uh, Marine they're next to. Yeah. There's a little symbol on the Marine that's going to tell you which way, if there's a gene stealer that's moving next to this Marine, it's going to go, yeah, it's going to go down, it's going to go up. Mm -hmm. And it's that simple. And the card's also going to dictate, it might say, instead of going down, it's going to flip sides. Yeah, so it's going to go from that, the right um, to the left or the left to the right. Uh, flanking. Yeah. So it'll flip, like say you were aimed at them on this side and it's like, oh, all aliens with that icon are now flipping to the other side. So they're yeah. jumping behind you. Yeah. Oh, and that's awful. Yes. And then that kind of sets the stage for the next round. Yes. And you're done with that card and then you're going to pick your actions again. And yes. again, you have to pick a new action that you didn't pick last time. And hopefully you still have some Marines alive. Yes. Um, you might only have one of one color left and maybe none of another, right? Depending yeah. on where you are in this game. 
And what you're going to try to do is to move on from the room that you're in. Yeah. You have to do... You have to to wear down these blip decks. Yeah. So the blip decks are... are um the gene stealers and that the room you're in that card dictates how many cards go in on each side of the uh, mm. of the room i guess currently we have seven on one side and five on the other so you kind of want that deck of five to run out fast yeah because the second you empty one of the, uh, blip the blip decks, decks then you're doing what's called traveling and you're moving to the next room yeah and that's what you're trying to ultimately do is move from room to room to room and this is fast as you can to get to the last room which is i think there's four cards mm-hmm. um and it doesn't seem difficult does it oh my goodness doesn't seem four four rooms i should be able to do that no problem <laughs> should be no problem then you play the space marines should do it in their sleep but they know can i get out of room one just yeah just getting through <laughs> room one can be a bit of a chore but um but yeah you're trying to empty out those decks and the as soon as you do it you still have to finish seeding out the other gene stealers yep. for the other side but um but yeah intri- it's and the gene stealers that were in the room with you the last stay. room you're in are are coming they with come you with they're you. following you they're like yeah right you're yeah. not getting out of here by yourself I'm unless you did you. there's a couple of cool things you can do that yes. allows you to kill some of them so they don't come with you and a lot of that has to do with like activating yeah specific activating rooms items Spe- that yeah. kind of help you with that so the uh, the the different rooms like the the locations uh deck that we have here there's like the four rooms that we're going to be going to that one is built um specified by again by the home card telling you you need one of these cards one of these yeah. cards one of these cards and one of these cards and you there's like a, a whole stack of them here yeah and so you get like a whole uh different kind of uh, array of different rooms yeah. that you're entering um through any given game so it's rare that it would ever be the same yeah. uh the same rooms that you're moving through from one game to another um something else we didn't mention interesting um part of this game is that when one of your space marines bites the dust yep when they when they die you remove them immediately from the game mm-hmm. and then you immediately move yeah, you consolidate. You consolidate. So mm-hmm. you you move every everything according to the shortest pile. So that yeah. was an awful explanation. So not pile. So you have your row it's, up yeah. uh, like top to bottom of your space marines. Um, let's say there you've got four and four to start, but let's say the second guy from the top he dies. Mm-hmm. Well, now you take because the the ones left above. There's only one space marine left above. He's yeah. the shorter. Uh, like the less amount of cards, you're going to move that one down. Um, If there were, you know, three above or whatever, like you, you always consolidate it to the shortest amount. That's not a big No, but, but it, it, it also moves the gene stealers down. So that could then move, you know, a big pile of gene stealers onto another pile of gene stealers. So losing space Marines, it doesn't just stink because you lose your space Marine. No, it also loses, you know, it can be bad luck. Yeah. that you have to shuffle or you have to consolidate this and all of a sudden you have a bunch of gene stealers now uh, moving to a different spot than yes. they used to be. And yeah. You could end up having two spawn points in the same row. You could eventually, yeah. Right. And so then you could end up just spawning a whole schwack of it's, gene yeah, stealers all at once in the same place. And that's kind of how this works. It's not a difficult game. Um, you just follow those phases. Yeah. You pick your actions. You carry out your actions. Then you uh, let the gene stealers have their turn, and then you pull an event card. And then the, 
all you're trying to do is move to the next room. And if you can do that all the way to the end, and then on the final card, <laughs> it'll have a specific instruction of how you're going to beat this game. And the only way you can do it is by either doing what it says on that card, which maybe you have to activate something yeah. or something, or you you empty the blip decks. Yeah. So if you can if you can have a marine alive and no blip decks, you've survived. And they have some extra special um, bad gene sealers that yeah, there's some bigger, badder ones that yeah. can come into play for sure that we faced off with at one point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's a pretty good explanation of how this game works. Yeah. So definitely. let's uh, revisit the theme. Does the theme lend well to this game? Well, if I'm using the theme as aliens, the game, yes, mm-hmm. works totally well. I know nothing about. Um, Space Hulk, like for the uh, like with the the Warhammer 40k, I, I know nothing. Nor about do that. I. Even without that, I think this does lend very well. Mm-hmm. And even like I think it lends well even if you're not putting that on it. But if it's aliens, like yes, that's what it feels yeah, like. This is obviously uh, highly um, influenced. influenced from the James Cameron Aliens movie. And they've knocked that feeling out of the park. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Corey Konitska here has yeah. absolutely crushed that, the feeling and theme of that in this card game. Yeah. You wouldn't think, like, some just card games are starting to really blow me away about just, yeah. like, how you can get oozing theme out of just little these little pieces of paper. It's really yeah. weird. But, yeah, the theme was tremendous. Like, absolute fantastic yeah. theme. Loved it. Loved everything about it. I loved the characters. I loved that they're individuals and that you actually like care for them and like you're trying to like treat them like kind of like the clones from Star Wars, right? Like yeah. these are like characters that you'll start to like feel bad when he gets killed, you know? And like, like oh, brother Claudio, should I really right? wipe this it's swarm like and, him and roll his... the die yeah. to, you know, I need for him your life? to do this, <laughs> but like he may die doing this and you feel yeah. bad, right? Um, but yeah, theme, tr- oh, just tremendous. Yeah. Loved it. So let's talk about the artwork. Yeah. I think it's great. Yep. It's really yeah, great. Some it's creepy it's gene stealers. Space Marines. Like yeah. these look like the uh, Warhammer 40K minis. Minis. Yeah. Um, just, just little pictures of them. Like You don't uh, even have to paint them. They're already colored. Yeah, these are all put together <laughs> in color. Yeah, painted. Um, yeah, no, I think the uh, artwork is great. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, even the, 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 uh, aliens, the, uh, the gene, stealers. gene stealers, they look cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Creepy. it. I like it a lot. Uh, components. It's just cards, cards and, and they're good tokens. quality yep. and the uh, little tokens are really nice. Yep. Um, so, and yeah, it's got one die, one six sided die with yep. got the little skulls on it and stuff. I think it's nice. And Definitely. it comes in a tiny little box. Yeah. Like, this is a hugely awesome, like, game big it's game a, in a small in a box small little box yeah so yeah let's talk about the rule book i learned how to play this game yeah um the rule book did really well i thought so too uh, yep yeah, i watched one um playthrough just to mm-hmm. make sure i was understanding it correctly because it was um it's a it's a fairly heavy definitely um, start heavy card game. front heavy like to just get it set up properly yeah there's a there's like a lot of things going on yeah for a card game so, so it, i had to i had to reference the rule book quite a few times to make sure i was doing this properly. the nice thing though is you could reference it 
Yep. Right. Like the sections were laid out, I thought, really nicely because I referenced it, too, even though I hadn't read it. Yeah. And I was able to find it. They had it laid out really nicely. Mm -hmm. They have a nice quick reference on the back of the rule book, which is always awesome. Um, Tells you the game rounds, the steps of doing the travel when you move from one room to another and then a whole bunch of the terminology. Um, Yeah, I liked it. I liked the rule book. Uh, Rule book was great. And the playthrough confirmed that I was understanding this. And yeah, so then this comes down to whether or not we recommend this game. And mm-hmm. if so, who for? Um, Yeah, if you're okay with losing. Yeah, right? so let's get that out of the way. <laughs> this is super hard. So. So hard. Let's let's just put it out there. Let's put it out there. If any of you, any of you follow the Twitter, the Meeple Dungeon, at Meeple Dungeon on yep. Twitter. You will notice that we won our first game of this. We did. We did. So we'll say right there, we won our first game. We did win. We right played. We played it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we 100% not really. played it wrong. Well, we did. We, we just discussed. We our discussed actions. our moves, which yes. is one of the. We we realized later we were wrong, and so we didn't. We haven't done that in any of our plays since. No. And shock and, and we awe, won. we have not won <laughs> any no. of our any of our next games. Yeah. All the games we've played since that first one, we haven't won. We have had games that have ended in ten minutes, and uh, yep. and you know and. Um, but that first game, we're like, okay. But even though we won that first one, I'm I'm using quotation marks here. Mm-hmm. Even though we won that first game, um, we it was not easy. Oh like, no! It took we, everything in us to do it. In that first game, I think we were like, oh my we gosh, had three Marines left. We did, and Brother Claudio came down to him at the end because you had used him all. three times, yeah. and the first two times. He did not roll a zero, so he got to stay in the game. But that last one, it was like delivering the final blow. Yep. It like won us the game, but he then he re- the rolled a zero. <laughs> and so we were like, oh, oh it was no. crazy. And yeah. we got so in, like we were so emotional for it, but yep. but we, we played that one wrong. We did so. just slightly, <laughs> yes, with, with just yeah. talking about how we're going to do it. But yeah, that's the thing with this game. There was There was lots of like out loud yelling when yes. we were playing this and like cheering and and like and yeah and then like moaning and like yeah oh yeah it's just losing it's, three marines in a oh, in one awful. round oh get to the second room and we get wiped <laughs> yeah. the entire squad is dead <laughs> it's like, yeah. holy moly so that is the case here this game is very hard i would be very excited to play this with six people with, I would like, too, especially with the non-talking and just faction. see how yeah. you can do. And just throwing it down. Instinct, you know? Yeah. And see what you think. But, oh, I love it. I loved this game. Yeah. The loved, 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 loved this game. Um, yeah. I'd wanted it for years. and then, I yeah, knew nothing about it. Oh, yeah. I'd, <laughs> it's, I'd heard Norm talk about it mm-hmm. many times and then norm so found thanks, a copy norm. yeah appreciate so, it norm if you're listening thank <laughs> huge, you again because this is huge thank you to you tremendous for you fi- finding this copy um because yeah we love it we love it it's super difficult but it's super addicting uh you want to play this a lot you want to win you lose you're like okay let's reset let's do it so one. every time that we've played it properly yeah <laughs> it's like okay let's play it again yep. okay let's play it again and then you yeah you some trick you might want to like, oh, we just got annihilated. I'm yeah. going to switch out 
my yellow Marines for the purple Marines and see, see how that, that does works. Anything. And, yeah. Oh, it's so cool. They all have wicked little, little powers and, and, uh, abilities and, oh, it's just, it's super cool. Yeah. The theme is amazing. Uh, it's uh, once you understand how to play, it's really simple. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, I so love you, it. So I like, highly recommend this game. If you like card games and, or you like that aliens theme as well. Yep. Um, or if you play Warhammer and like the Space Hulk. Yeah. If you love Warhammer, um, you should like this game. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, that's the problem though, is that this is not available. It's not, not easy to there find. There are copies out there and they're crazy expensive. Some of them. Some of them you can. Yeah. It's funny. They're, yeah. Interesting. They are available. I shouldn't say they're not available, but there are, they're, they're, usually ridiculously expensive yeah you can find them on ebay and i just don't know how to use ebay like you mean you don't know how to use ebay i don't i've never understood it (laughs) it's just like amazon you just buy things yeah but you have to like bid on them and stuff and i don't that hasn't yeah the bidding well yes but the that's the whole point of ebay it's an online auction it, that's how it started. Yeah. Now it's you can just buy now. And well, just buy everything it. I look up on eBay is an auction item. So okay. I don't know what you're talking about. But okay. I don't look up a lot of things on auction. She's in 2023 inches now. Uh, <laughs> <use eBay>. I don't. <laughs> it's true. I don't. And yeah. you know what? I'm okay with that. Um, uh, I spend my money elsewhere. Yeah. But um, no, this game is amazing. I also noticed that they have some um, extra, like marine packs i think there are four extra packs that were made for this game mm. so try and find challenge them. if anybody out there finds them we would love to uh yeah get our hands on them right point us in the right direction <laughs> yeah message us on twitter email us uh we'll uh we'll let, we'd love, love to, to and, uh, hunt those down acquire those but yeah no huge thumbs up for us if you like uh card games you like difficult card games co-op games Aliens, Warhammer, Warhammer. Aliens. (laughs) This is an amazing game. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been a fun episode, but I think we're going to call it an episode. We got to get back to 2023. We got to get back in the time machine and head back to 2023 (laughs) where you can figure out eBay. Yeah. 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 What is this eBay? Yeah. (laughs) So, we're going to call that an episode. You can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon. Our email is themeepledungeon at gmail.com. And yeah, we're going to run and we will see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.